serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for local high school basketball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the local high school basketball pregame show on the exclusive broadcast home, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recall last game's highlights and set the stage for tip-off, all while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of local high school basketball. The best broadcast coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as Blake Gasaway and the crew are ready at the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of local high school basketball is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, Law Offices of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental Care and State Tech of Missouri. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising courtside, as tip-off is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of local high school basketball on the Show Me Sports Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network, Blake Gasaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gasaway here with you as we are just a couple of minutes away from getting our nightcap underway as the Hallsville Indians are taking on the Fulton Hornets here in the nightcap of game two from the uh, start of the boys' half of the bracket for the uh, Harrisburg basketball tournament as game one went in favor pretty much uh, early on. It went in favor. We were tied at three apiece and had one lead change in Centralia. The Panthers never looked back at that point. They beat the Fayette Falcons by a score of 65-32 to as they won their game. A little different uh, bracket here for the boys' game, the uh, or the uh, boys' tournament, rather, as they did not have enough to run a, a uh, typical bracket. So what they're doing instead have three days of two games a night or two games for two nights and then one on Saturday as... We'll have games on Thursday and then one lone boys game on Saturday. But doing it a little different than the girls tournament, basically because they don't have enough teams to run the bracket like they normally would. As both teams finishing up their warm-ups as we'll get our starting lineups here in just one second as well. As... uh, teams finishing up they need to do actually also have another voice that'll be joining us here in uh, 
our broadcast tonight, preparing for Saturday as Bradley Davis will have some color. We'll let you do some play-by-play later on, too, as well. We're glad you are uh, made the trek over here and joining us tonight here on the Show Me Sports Network. Yeah, thank you, Blake. I'm happy to be out here. You know, I was actually got to see a Fulton game earlier this season, and they're a pretty good team. Uh, they uh, got out and ran, had some good fast break scores. I can't remember their opponent in that game, but they look they looked good, Blake. And Hallsville's going to have their hands full. Only six and ten on the season, and with Fulton winning their last five games by double digits, it'll be a tough test. Yeah, it should be a, a good game, and I think it's going to be a quick game. You kind of alluded to that. A, a quick game from the standpoint of up and down the court, most likely, is going to happen probably most of the night. Of course, the girls winning their game last night as they got the tournament started for the girls' half. They're the number one seed, took on the number eight seed with Father Tolton, the Trailblazers. They won 64-41. So for the Fulton Hornets... They will start a junior at Dusty Hagen, a junior at Walker going. They'll start a sophomore at Javar Galbraith, a junior at Josh Reams, and a junior in Colby Lancaster. They're coached by Justin Gilmore for the Hornets. Now taking a look at the starting lineups for the Hallsville Indians. They'll start a 6-1 junior in Weston Grant. They'll start a 6-foot sophomore in Xavier Stinson. They'll start a 6-4 senior, A.J. Austin. A 5-10 senior, Andrew Kabrick. And a 6-foot sophomore in Zach Debray. And for the Indians... Under head coach Brendan Kreitz. So up in center circle will be Colby Lancaster. He will shake hands with A.J. Austin as we are just about set to get our nightcap underway. Hopefully you enjoy tonight's broadcast. Ball is in the air. It's going to be controlled. By Hallsville, a shot up, no good, missed it too far under with was Javette. As rebound will come down to the Hornets as they'll have it out front. They'll work left to right on your Show Me Sports Network app or media center. There's a three, that no good. Offensive rebound by Galbraith. His uh, shot up, no good, got the rebound. That one up, no good. Again, a couple chances, couldn't find a bucket. As rebound comes down to the Indians, going right to left on your Show Me Sports Network app. There's a pass down low to Austin. Turnaround shot up and good as he's got the first bucket of the ball game. It's two to nothing in favor of the Indians. Fulton trailing two to nothing as with it is Hagens. Now left wing. Galbraith has it. There's a shot up in the paint up and good by Goings. And they're tied at two apiece as we... Play early here in this first period. Javet has it. That shot up no good. Left it a little short and offline. Rebound comes down the other way for the Hornets. And so dish it in the right wing with it is Reams. He'll give it to going. He drives in. Shot up good. He's got four points. First lead change of the night at 4-2 to two in favor of the Hornets. Hallsville has the basketball. 
As Kabrick had it for a moment, he'll dish it off to Stenson. Out in center circle is Grant. He'll put his dribble down, give it off to Javette. Austin has it far side. He'll put the right-hand dribble. There's a three right wing by Javette. No good. Rebound will be tipped out. Austin will get it on the far side. So another offensive possession for the Indians. Grant has it. Free throw line for a moment is Stenson. He still has it, trying to drive in. He'll kick it far side to Austin as he dribbles around traffic. Sorry, that's not Austin. That's Kabrick and a whistle. And we have a timeout called just the 32nd by Fulton, so we'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Basketball Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! A quick 30-second timeout called there by the Hornets to keep possession of the basketball as inbound will go into the hands. Now there's a, almost a steal. Goes into the hands of going. It's near side. There's a shot-up by Reams. Missed everything. Offensive put back up and good. That by Lancaster. He's got his first points. It's a 6-0 run. There's a three by Austin here on the near side. No good. Rebound comes down to Lancaster. He'll dish it off to Hagens. Now Lancaster gets it back. He just threw it away over the head of going. We'll go out of bounds. That'll be an inbound here for the Indians as checking in will be Cameron Cox. The 5-6 freshman checking out will be Vet, there's a three by Cox. That in and out, no good. Couldn't get it to rattle in and stay in. As going has it, he just threw it away, was trying to hit Lancaster on the far side, but threw it too hard, goes out of bounds. Will be an inbound for the Indians. Stinson checks in, checking out is Grant. A four-point lead for... The Hornets at 6-2, 5.09 left here. Isaac Stinson will have the basketball that's left here in this first period. He'll give it off to Austin. He'll try to drive in far side. His shot was blocked, got it back. He'll kick a free throw line to Stinson. Now give it off to Cox. Austin, three-pointer far side, no good. Rebound will be knocked around, taken by Galbraith. As he'll give it off to Going. He'll dish it right wing with it is Hagens. Now back to Reams looking down low, back in his way in. Turnaround shot up, no good. Bricked it was Lancaster. Offensive putback up and good. That one by Galbraith. He's got his first points of the game. It's now an 8-2 score, a little 6-0 run now for the Hornets. As trying to drive in, lost the dribble. But got it was Stinson. However, he threw it away. It goes out of bounds as Hallsville turns it over. We'll go back to the Hornets as they lead 8-2. 4-12 left to go here in this opening period. Inbound goes into the hands of going. 
He'll dish it off to Higgins. Cross-court pass far side with it is Reams. He's backing his way in through the paint. Stripped of the ball as he went up. And they'll say it's off of A.J. Austin. So we'll stay with the Hornets underneath their own bucket. 3.59 left to go here in this opening period of action. Fulton's looked like the more physical team so far here tonight, getting a lot of offensive boards. That's led to most of their points here. They've been very physically right in the paint. They're backing their way in on several of those shots. Reams will have it here on the near side out front. He'll give it off to going. His three up, good. Of course, when I say that, they drain a three from outside. He's got seven points and now makes it an 11-2 score. Across the timeline with it is Kabrick. He'll have it. He'll drive in, kick it far side to Stinson. His shot up good. That was a two for Xavier. He's got his first bucket. Lead down to seven and 11-4. to four. Bounce pass to Reams. He'll drive in, fire up a shot. Got that one to go in. He's got his first bucket of the game. It's 13-4 to four in favor of the Hornets. There's a three on the other end. That one good. That one up by Javette. That makes it a 13-7 score. Driving in, dish near side. Higgins had it. There's a straightaway three in and out. No good by Reams. And there's a whistle and a reach-in foul. That foul called on Galbraith, his first team first. Good response here from Hallsville in those last two possessions. Looked like Fulton was starting to get some momentum, and they come back with the, uh, the shot from Stenson and the three from outside the arc to cut this to just a six-point game here early. Score 13-7 to with 3.01 left to go here in this opening period. The Indians trailing the Hornets. With it is Grant here on the near side. Straight away with it is Javette. He'll give it back to Isaac Stinson. We have both Stinsons out on the court. Now with it is Kabrick. He gives it back to Javette. Doesn't take the shot. Gives it to Stinson. That's Isaac. He'll try to back his way in. Javette three up. No good. Rebound comes down to Xavier Stenson. His shot up and good. He's got four points. That lead cut down to four at 13 to nine. Pressure in backcourt. They'll break the timeline. Lincoln Smith has checked in for Fulton. He had it for a moment out at center circle. Is going. He'll do a spin move. Shot up from the free throw line. No good. Rebound goes back into the hands of Reams, and he'll go to the free throw line. As he went up, he was fouled. Great active hands there from Byron Bynum. He was the one who got his fingers in there to tip that out to Reams to draw the foul and try to get some extra points here on a possession that looked like was going to go right back to Hallsville going the other way. A foul on Xavier Stinson, his first team first. First free throw up. Good. So Reams has got three points, looking to make it four points if he can hit this free throw. 2.10 left to go here in this first period of action. Reams will eye the bucket again. And his team leading 14-9. A free throw up. That one no good. Rebound will come down in the hands of Hallsville. As Xavier Stenson will get it, he'll dish it to Colton Nichols. He's checked in. That one knocked out of bounds. So turnover for the Indians as the Hornets will get it back. Hallsville has been running this press all game long. Smith will have it. Bounce pass down low. Going up. Shot up. No good. 
That shot up by Galbraith. Cannot get it to fall. Nichols will have it. He gives a bounce pass down low. Ball was kicked. Will be an inbound underneath their own bucket for the Indians. That's interesting here already in the first quarter, running that full court press. They almost got burned on that last one, but had that missed layup by Galbraith. It's 14-9. Inbound goes into the hands of Nichols. He'll kick it for Stenson out at center circle. He'll go around the horn. There's a three. That one no good. Rebound will be taken by Cameron Cox. He'll put it back up and good. The 5'6 freshman has got his first points of the game. There's a whistle and a foul. That one called on Cox, his first, team second. Something we haven't mentioned yet, A.J. Austin in the game. I'm sure you'll recognize him from uh, his football time during the fall. The star receiver, if I'm not mistaken, him and Tiger Cobb both listed on the Hallsville roster. They are multi-sport athletes. Also have some baseball in them, too. As with it is Smith, straight away going three up good. Last time I was here, Blake, going was money from behind that arc, and he also has a nice finish at the rim, too. We'll see if he uh, brings that one out here tonight. He's got double digits with 10 so far already. As Austin has it, he'll go up, shot no good, but he'll go to the free throw line. As he's going to be fouled, that foul called on Galbraith, his second, team second. He's picked up two fouls already. Yeah, and that's huge. And, you know, Austin using his height there, six foot four. We saw it on the football field going up in Moss and defenders. And here he uses his strength to get draw that foul. First free throw up. Got that one to rattle in. So he's got a second one coming. He's got three points looking for number four. He's checking into the ball game will be Jackson Smith, 5'10 junior, as well as Kbrick checks back in. Lead cut to five. Could be four. Austin can make this free throw. He does, so that lead is cut down to four at 17 to 13, a minute 10 to go here in this first period. As with it is going, he'll give a pass into front court to Smith, cross court over here to the near side to Reams down low, looking for Lancaster. There's a lot of contact, no whistle though, they're letting them play. They'll reset the offense, going has it out front, out in center circle. He'll put the right hand dribble down, lay it up, got it to fall in. That was Goings again. Like I, we mentioned on that previous possession, he is good from deep and good close into the paint. We're under 40 seconds to go Is in the paint. Shot up by Stenson. No good into the hands of Austin. He's going to be tied up. Guys, a nice spin move. That one no good. Got his own rebound. He'll go back up a second time. That one also no good. Rebound comes down to Lancaster. He knocks it out. Does Austin, but it will end up in the hands for the Hornets. As Reams will have it, but there's a steal. It's going to be taken away by Smith. He'll wait for traffic to clear. Stinson has it. He just lost it, though, has looked for a no-look pass taken away by Goring, and he's going to drive in. Shot up no good as we have whistle and a foul before the shot. 4.2 seconds left here in this first period. That foul called. See who that was on. It's on Kabrick, his first team third. I thought he said 24, but there's no 24 on the roster. Goings took on an army on that one. Three guys straight down the middle, and he actually got it to go, but they called the foul on the floor. 4.2 seconds left here. The inbound underneath their own bucket goes into Reams. Clock has not started. Now it does. Shot up no good. Rebound comes down to Hallsville, and they say that takes us to the end of the first period of action, as after one quarter of play. It is 19-13. Hornets over the Indians. 
We're going to take a quick break and be back with our second period of action as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. underway here in this second uh, period as Steele are ready for the Indians going the other way, laying it up, laying it in is Isaac Stinson. He's got his first bucket. That lead cut down. It was 19 to 13. Now it's 19 to 15. Back to a four-point lead for the Hornets as they'll play a little catch, go around the arc. They just almost threw it away. As that'll be a foul called as ball was into the hands of Grant. And picking up the foul will be Reams, his first, team third. And 7.29 left to go here in this first half. With the basketball will be Kabrick. He'll give it off to Austin. He'll feed it on the far side to Stinson. That's Isaac Stinson. He's got to get rid of it. Somehow got it into the hands. Shot up and good by Blake Stone. The 5'9 junior is knocked out of his hands. Into the hands of Stone who lays it in. It's a two-point lead. What a no-look pass from Stenson on that last play. There's going to be a ball taken away as Austin comes out of there with it. I think the Hornets might have got away with a backcourt violation. There was no call on that. Looked like Reams stepped into frontcourt and then... Took it into backcourt, but no call on it. So we'll be a kickball. Indians will have the basketball underneath their own bucket. Quick inbound into the hands of Grant. He'll give it to Austin. Now trying to drive in is Kabrick, and he'll have his shot blocked. And ball will go out of bounds. They'll say goes back to the Hornets. I want to go back to that assist by Stenson. He looked the defender off, baited him, and then threw it down low. I don't even I don't know how he saw him through that traffic, and it led to that easy layup to cut this lead to just two. The Hornets have the two-point lead in the basketball. There's a shot from the low post up and good. That one by Lancaster. He's got four points. Lethens that lead to four at 21-17. There's a shot by Austin. That one no good. Rebound will be on the court taken by Stenson. He'll fire up a jumper. He's got four points. Lead cut back to two at 21-19. We have a timeout call, so we'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, 
For two years, I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Flanagan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Hornets call a timeout. They have the two-point lead at 21-19. Higgins will have it across the timeline. He'll give it off to going. Now in the paint, driving in, shot up was blocked. As Reams could not get it to go in. As near side with it will be Cameron Cox. He'll drive in. He fires up a jumper. That one no good. Rebound comes down to Austin. His turnaround shot no good. Rebound will be taken by Stenson. It's still on the court, though. And we're going to have a whistle and we're going to say jump ball. So we'll be a jump ball as we'll stay with Hallsville as they will inbound it on their end of the court. A lot of good looks there on that possession for Hallsville. They just couldn't get it to go. See if they can get something going on this inbound play. The Indians inbound it to Cox in the right wing. Down low to Austin. Can't do anything with it. There's a three up on the iron from Grant. No good. Rebound comes down to the Hornets as quickly as Gorings with it. He'll have it across the timeline. Dish it down low in the paint. Shot up good by Lancaster. He's got six points. It's now back to a four-point lead at 23-19. Cox will have it out front. He'll kick it on the far side over to Austin. Now with the near side is Grant. Now Cox, three-pointer from the left wing. That no good. Rebound comes down in the hands of Reams. He'll dish it off for Goings, and he lost the dribble on his spin move. As Stenson, that's Isaac Stenson with it, lays it up to Strong second effort, got it to go. He's got six points. Lead down to two. There's a quick pass into front court. Ball is going to be stripped out by Austin trying to drive for it as Cox. He cannot get the loose ball. And they will say it is Indians basketball as they say it went off the heel of the Hornets. Hallsville got a little lazy there. Let I, I believe that was Lancaster getting behind him, but Stent, uh, but Austin rushing back in the active hands to knock that ball away, and now Hallsville has it back. They trail by two at 23-21. Isaac Stinson will have it. He'll back out towards center circle. Now he'll give a pass off to Cox on the far side, right wing with it is Javette. Now he'll get it back, give it off in the paint. Stinson shot up, got it to go. Stinson didn't start tonight, but I think we can both agree that his impact has been felt here, and he'll probably see a lot more playing time. 
And there's going to be a turnover. He's got eight points in the game. There's a turnover by the Hornets underneath their own bucket as we're tied up for the second time tonight. We've been tied at 2-23, and 23, which is where we sit right now, 23-23. to 23. The Indians have the basketball underneath their own bucket. They get it inbounded to Cox on the far side. He'll give it to Austin on the far side. Now with it, he is on the right wing is Stinson. Far side, Isaac Stinson gets it. Now near side with it is Cox. He'll give it off to Javet. His three up. Good. He's got six points, two trays, and we have our second lead change of the day. There's a shot that's going to be blocked as Austin blocks it. However, they cannot get the loose ball. It goes to the Hornets, so they'll reset their offense. 26-23 score in favor of the Indians. Reams will have it. He'll give it off to Tyrion Logan. The juniors has checked in. There's a three up. That one good. That one by going. He's got 15 points, and we're tied at 26, our third tie of the game. That three shouldn't have even happened. All three Hallsville players on that loose ball ran thinking someone else would pick it up, and they just let Fulton get him behind him and corral the loose ball. Stinson, Isaac Stinson had it for a moment. He'll get it back. Here on the near side as they look to reset their offense. And we have a 30-second timeout called, so we'll take a quick break as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Basketball Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions Thirty second timeout called by the indians with 308 left to go here in this first half As they'll have the basketball, we're tied at 26 to 26. Austin has it on the far side. They'll play a little catch out there. As with it is Colton Nichols. He's checked back in. Austin three-pointer, good. He's got seven points. Lead goes back in favor of Hallsville at 29-26. Going has it straight away. That is Zeke Reed. He's checked in for the Hornets. As he has a bad pass, but somehow getting it is Reams, and he'll fire it up, make the basket. They'll count it, and he'll go to the free throw line. He's got five points. Be looking for number six. That's just making something out of nothing, Blake. That ball <laughs> was loose and should have gone back to Hallsville. Should have been a steal, but Reams just gets his hand in there, corrals it, and uses his size to get inside and power home for that layup and has a chance to tie it right here. And he does so that foul on Nichols, that free throw up in good by Reams. So now we're tied at 29 apiece. They've been tied four different times at 2, 23, 26, and 29. Austin will have it, driving in far side, banked it high off the glass, banks it in. He gives his team back the lead. He's got nine points. It's 2-10, counting here in this first half of action. 31-29 score, Indians leading over 
the Hornets. As Logan had it for a moment, driving in his reams, and we're going to have a foul called, and he will go to the free throw line. You hear the fans kind of grumble at that one. As that foul is going to be called on Xavier Stinson, his second team fifth. It looks like they're checking Stinson out after that foul, but the uh, the Hallsville player that they're bringing in, Isaac Stinson, is likely his brother was already on the bench. Don't know if that switch was already going to happen or if they did it because uh, Xavier got that foul right there. That free throw up no good, so he cannot complete the old-fashioned three-point play. Again, tied up at 31-31. to 31. There's a shot up. That one no good. Rebound comes down to the Hornets. As there's going to be driving in. Shot up is good. That one up by Reams. Got everybody on the bench for the Indians up. They wanted an offensive foul call. There's going to be a travel and it'll turn it over back to the Hornets. I think they had a little bit of an argument there. Reams, a big guy, looked like the Hallsville uh, defender had his feet set, went straight to the, uh, the court. But as it stands, as a bucket, and now Fulton takes the lead. But loses it out of bounds on the very next play. That's a little bit sloppy there, giving Hallsville a chance with just a minute and 16 left. Yeah, they do take the lead back at 33-31, to 31, our third lead change of the day. There's a three up and good. That one, good by Nichols, his first points of the game. And again, lead change back to the Indians. There's a shot swatted, goes way out of bounds. He was trying to get that one in to Lancaster, who was wide open down low. A.J. Austin gets up high and knocks out of bounds. That was definitely a basket-saving move there by Austin. So under a minute to go here in this first half as with it will be Goings. He's going to drive in. He'll kick it to Reams here on the near side. He's going to step in. That shot may have been blocked at the side of the corner of the backboard. Quick pass into front court to Cox. He'll fire up a three. No good. Rebound will be knocked out of bounds. They'll say last touch by the Hornets. So we'll stay with the Indians. Cox has taken quite a few threes here in the first half, three or four. They've been good looks. You can tell that he's their three-point specialist, just hasn't been able to get one to go yet. Cox has the basketball. He'll give it off to Stenson. He'll put the left-hand dribble down. He's trying to drive in, wraparound pass. Going up is Austin. He's got two more. That gives him 11 in double digits, and it's now 36-33. to Reams has it for a moment. He'll dish it off to Reams. He's driving in, dished it off, but I don't think... They were expecting that, and a timeout called to keep the possession as Austin was on the court with it. So we'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Basketball Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. Career and technical education at State Fair Community College can prepare you for an in-demand, high-paying manufacturing career in one year or less. Professional and skills certificates are available in industrial maintenance, welding, construction management, automotive tech, agriculture, and more. At State Fair Community College, technical programs are NC3 certified, which means you're trained to the current industry standards companies are looking for. Visit sfccmo.edu slash techjobs to learn more. 
So 10 seconds to work with here for the Indians. They have the basketball driving in his Kabrick. His shot no good. Rebound comes down for the Hornets as they'll fire up a shot from half court. Does Reams, and it is no good. And that takes us to halftime as your score here at halftime. The Hallsville Indians 36 and the Fulton Hornets 33. We'll pause here and uh, be back with your halftime scoring summary and more of your halftime activities as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Basketball Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwalk Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care perfect right actually we were thinking of rome i know an agent there look at this view this place is unbelievable it's beautiful we've been looking at jamaica oh, wow. i know an agent there welcome to jamaica we love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. That's Kathy Rush at REMAX Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. Both teams still in the locker rooms here as it's turned out to be a good first half of action as the Hallsville Indians Leading the Fulton Hornets 36-33. Taking a look at our first half scoring summary. As pretty well balanced scoring. Leading scorer for Hallsville with 11 points is senior A.J. Austin. Six points put in by sophomore Zach Javet. Four points put in by sophomore Xavier Stinson. Missed uh, freshman Isaac Stinson. He had eight points. 
In the first half, Colton Nichols, the sophomore, put in three. And two points by freshman Cameron Cox, as well as junior Blake Stone to round out their scoring. Taking a look at the scoring for the Hornets, they had 15 points put in by their junior in Walker Goring. Thank you, Grandma Goring, for passing along that we were mispronouncing his name. I apologize for that. So thank you for passing that along to us. Eight points put in by junior Josh Reams. Six points by junior Colby Lancaster. And four points put in by Javar Galbraith to round out their scoring. Taking a look at scoring by the period. First period was won by the Hornets at 19-13. to And for the second period, it was won by the Indians at 23-14. to our ball game had four lead changes so far in the first half. Ties at 2, 23, 26, 29, and last at 31 apiece. And take a look for foul trouble. Just three fouls called on the Hornets. However, Galbraith has two of those. And five fouls called on Hallsville with two of those coming against Stinson. Kabrick, Nichols, and Cox each have one foul apiece. So a pretty good first half. It's any indication how the second half is going to go. It should be uh, uh, quite a good ball game here tonight. It should be. And you know, Fulton in their last five games, like we mentioned in the pregame show, they've won all five by double digits, but now they're staring an upset in the face down three points, 36 to 33 here. Again, Hallsville is only, according to Misha, 6-10 on the season, coming off a blowout loss to Salisbury, 73 to 57. And for the Fulton Hornets, they like to get out and run. They get out fast. But Hallsville's press seems to be getting to them. And that's the one drawback when you move the ball quickly like that. You're prone to making some mistakes and turning the ball over. And that's really been what Hallsville has capitalized on. Honestly, should have gotten more turnovers than they were able to turn just from some miscommunication on bringing down those boards and uh, those loose balls. Well, both teams have definitely left some points out on the floor as well. And so both teams having some of those turnovers and not able to transition them into points on the other end. Both teams have made their way back out to the court as they're going to finish their shoot-around here. Before we get the second half underway, we're going to take another quick break and then be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Basketball Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. 
Hi, hello. Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Well, both teams finishing up their warm-ups here before we start this third period of action. Blake Gaz will be here with you on the Show Me Sports Network, joined by Bradley Davis. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't forget, if you haven't done so, be sure and look us up on Facebook and like our page. We appreciate the support. We have a game here, Blake. We do. It's three points, 36-33 in favor of Hallsville over Fulton right here at the moment. You have to give props to the Hallsville Indians. They've really showed up. Again, we mentioned before the break how uh, how much on a roll this Fulton team is. And Fulton's very physical, but Hallsville time and time again has been up to the bell, forcing away those loose balls and corralling them to put themselves in a position to win this game. Well, Hornets will have the basketball as they'll work right to left on your Show Me Sports Network app or media center. They just lost it, though, as pass was taken away by Stenson. Now with it is Grant. There's a three up. That one no good. That one taken by Kabrick. He'll get it back straight away. He'll drive in, lay it up. Got it to fall in. He's got his first bucket of the game. That makes it a five-point lead now at 38-33. With it is Reams as he'll work it out on the far side. Now give it off to center circle to Goring. He'll put the left-hand dribble down. He'll fire up a three. That one on the iron, no good. Rebound comes down in the hands of Grant for the Indians. So they've got the five-point lead. Could add to it here. Driving in is Kabrick. He slipped. Ball was swatted out of bounds. He was falling down, though, so didn't get much under the shot. As will be an inbound underneath their own bucket for the Indians. Again, going left to right on your Show Me Sports Network 
Media Center or app, however you're choosing to listen to our game. We appreciate it. As Indians have the basketball in the lead, there's a three up. That one no good. And there's going to be a turnover as Grant got the rebound. However, he was standing out of bounds when he came down. Those are the kind of mistakes Hallsville has had here tonight, just securing those boards and loose balls. The only real place to uh, ding their game so far. Goring will have it. His shot was a little offline. Might have been a pass either way. But shot up, no good. That one taken by Galbraith, but he'll go to the free throw line. I believe that foul will be number three on Stinson, and it is. First team foul here in the second half. Galbraith will be at the free throw line. First free throw up. No good. Left it pretty short. So far in the second half, we've seen a lot of the same themes we saw in the first half. Fulton being a little sloppy, turned it over, but Hallsville having some trouble securing those loose balls. Second free throw up. That one no good. Rebound will be knocked around, taken by Hallsville as Isaac Stinson will come out of there with it. There's going to be a pass taken away, though, as getting the steal is Galbraith, and he puts it down on the other end. That's how you make a statement, Blake, when you're down by five and you're trying to get back into it. That'll get the crowd into it, going up top and slamming it home. That's exactly what you want if you're Fulton. So Grant will have it. Addition off to Stenson, trying to drive in, looking down low for Austin. Shot up good. Second pass from Stenson here tonight. That's really impressed me into Austin. Just lasering it in to give Austin a perfect chance to go up for the easy layup. Goring tries to drive in. He'll go to the free throw line as Austin, I think, bailed him out. Nope, that's not going to be the call. They'll say foul was on Isaac Stenson, his first team second. Cox will get ready to check in. Also getting ready to check in is Nichols. I didn't see a lot on that one, but it can be hard from the ref's vantage point whenever a player kind of goes flying like that. So I don't, uh, I understand the call, but I didn't see a lot there. So Goring has 16 points. He makes that free throw. He's looking for number 17. We are just past 8.15 here on the Show Me Sports Network. 6.06 left in this third period. That one up also good. 17 points now in the game for Goring. As with it is Nichols. His team has a three-point lead. He'll give it off to Austin here on the near side. He'll leave it for Stenson, who's trying to drive in the baseline. Got too far under the bucket. Dinks it off the bottom. Shot no good. Rebound comes down to Lancaster. As falling down with it is Goring. And coming out with it is Austin. Baseball pass in the front court to Javette. His shot up. Left it short. Players... Ball everywhere as Cox was sliding about six foot through the play on the ground. He gets up. He says he's okay. Will be an inbound for the Indians. Got a little bit of limp on that right side. Goring almost executed quite the dribble move on that last play. Threw it in front of the defender. Made them run right by, but then lost his footing trying to corral the ball back and ended up turning it over. Austin will get the outlet pass straight away with it. Is Vet. Now Austin with it again. Cox will get it out by center circle just on the other side of it. He'll put the dribble down. Now working far side. Now give a pass off to Nichols. Free throw line Austin. He's trying to drive his way in. Can't do anything with it. He's going to be tied up. And it'll be a jump ball called. Possession error pointed in favor of the Hornets who trail 40-37. to 37. 
5-11 left to go here in this third period. That was a really great defensive possession from Fulton. They kept the pressure on the entire time until Austin found himself in an undesirable position with uh, Reams right there and another Fulton defender kind of boxing him in, forcing that jump ball. Inbound goes into Goring. There's a shot up. No good. Offensive putback. That one also up. No good. Lancaster can't get it. That one up and good. And a foul. That'll be a chance to tie the ball game up in the old-fashioned three-point play. Galbraith has eight points. That was kind of just Galbraith and Lancaster looking at uh, Hallsville and saying, I'm taller than than y'all are, and I'm going to get this board and just keep shooting it up until it finally falls. And it worked because now they have a chance to tie it right here. Isaac Stenson picks up his second foul, third team foul. That free throw is no good. So still a one-point game. Cox had it. Now Stenson, right wing three up, is no good by Austin. As rebound will come down to the hands of Isaac Stenson. He'll give it off to Kabrick. Now he'll give it in the left wing, three up by Nichols. That one good. He's got six points by two trays. There's a steal on the inbound pass. Nichols has it, gives it off, driving in. Kabrick shot up, no good offensive putback. That one no good. And we're going to have a foul as Stenson should go to the free throw line. That foul called on Reams, his second team first. Just four fouls called in this game so far against the Hornets. What a good sequence there from Nichols. Draining the three and instead of just walking back and celebrating, comes up and forces the steal to get these free throws. That first free throw up by Stenson is good. So the freshman has got nine points looking for double digits with number 10 here. If he can hit it, it'll give him double digits and give his team a six-point lead. That one doesn't go in. Rebound comes down into the hands of Galbraith as he'll give it off to Goring. He'll get it back on the far side, does Goring. Gives a overheaded pass to Hagens. Back to Goring on the far side. He'll put the left-hand dribble to work. Driving in, hung in the air, shot up. No good, but he'll go to the free throw line. That one called. Leave on Nichols. That is going to be his second. Team fourth. So at the free throw line again will be Walker Goring, the junior. That one perfect. He's three of three from the free throw line here tonight. He's got another free throw coming. His team trailing by four at 44 to 40. Next free throw up. That one rattled it in. He's got 19 points. That lead cut down to three at 41 to 44. Checking in will be a Smith. Checking out will be Hagens. Four. Go ahead, sorry. For Fulton. Every time it's Hallsville seems to be getting some momentum, it's Goring who steps up with the play. There's a long three off the iron by Nichols. No good. Austin gets the rebound. He gives it off to Cabrick. Now he'll dribble around, kick it to Nichols. There's a pass that's going to be taken away. Knocked it to himself was Smith. However, there's going to be a ball that's poked out from behind. As nice job. Galbraith was going to the bucket. Nice job of Nichols. Sorry, that's Kabrick to come from behind and poke it out. We have a full timeout, so we'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Full timeout called there by the Indians as they lead by three at 44 to 41. There's gonna be a pass that's gonna be knocked out of the hands, taken away by Galbraith, he'll go the other way. He loses it, Reams will get it, reset the offense. Galbraith has it, his shot up from the low post, good. We've seen Galbraith get in deep as he gets the steal here and goes up, gets the foul, not quite the and one. We've already seen Galbraith go up with a monster slam in the first half and he's gotten close to the basket a couple times here. Thought that for a second we might see another uh, electric play from him, but as it is, he still gets the steal and gets to the line. Kabrith will pick up his second foul, the 15 foul. So at the free throw line will be Javar Kalbrith. He's got 10 points. That one up, that one no good. He is 0-3 from the free throw line. It's definitely a part of his game that he could work on here tonight. He's getting to the free throw line with a little bit of consistency, but just can't seem to knock him down. Next one's up. That one also no good. So he is 0-4 from the free throw line. Rebound comes down into the hands of Xavier Stenson. He'll give it off. There's going to be a pass, though, stolen, taken away by Gorey. He'll drive in, lay it up, can't get it to fall, but he'll go to the free throw line. As he was trying to take it coast to coast, lay it up, lay it in. Would have been a nice spin move for him if it, it was still a nice spin move, even though he didn't get it to go. Still draws the foul and gets to the line to try to put his team up one here, down just one point. And he's really been the catalyst here for Fulton so far in this one. That one got it to roll in. That foul called on Nichols, his third, the team six. So we're tied at 44 apiece. Six tie of the ball game so far. Had four lead changes. That one up, that one also good. Now make that five lead changes. His lead goes back to the Hornets at 45-44. Cox will have it for the Indians. There's going to be a kickball. Goring kicks it out of bounds. So we'll stay with the Indians as they'll inbound it, standing just down to our right. 3-11 left to go here in this third period. 45-44 score in favor of the Hornets. There's going to be a ball poked out from behind as getting it. He is Galbraith. He'll give it off to Goring. However, there's going to be a loose ball, and we're going to have a foul on the reach-in trying to get the jump ball. They do not grant that, as that foul will be called on Galbraith, his third, team second. 
That's a big third foul for Galbraith. They really need him in this game. He's the guy who's been getting down into the trenches and grabbing those boards and really giving, uh, being one of those guys to get Fulton some momentum whenever they get down. So there's going to be a three up, that one offline from Cox as Galbraith hits the deck hard. He'll be helped up by a teammate as Goring will have it. He had it knocked out, got it, though, to Galbraith, and that shot will not fall again. He'll get another shot here from the free throw line where he hasn't gotten one to go yet, but you can see the frustration at not getting that foul call on the other end of the court when he went up for the rebound and went down hard. You can tell that he was really trying to prove something on the offensive end, put that one home, and he almost had it with the end one play, but instead he gets two free throws. Austin. Gets the foul, his first, team seventh. First free throw up, good. So he's got 11 points, redeems himself as he has gone one of five from the free throw line. Now he's gone two of six. So he does have 12 points in the game. A lead at three at 47-44. Cox will have it, a wraparound pass out by center circle to Stinson. He'll put his dribble down, and now he's going to be double teamed and a whistle, and we have a jump ball tying him up there. He is Reams. Fulton's really turned it up a gear on the defensive side, and the last couple minutes here forcing errant passes, the jump ball there to, and just being aware that they were next to get possession on that jump ball and going right for it once he saw an opportunity. Inbound goes into the hands of Austin. He tries to drive in, lays it up. He can't get it to fall, but a foul called. That one. And apologies, it was it had, the ball ended up going back to Hallsville. That was me not being aware of which way they were giving the jump balls, but uh, as it goes, Austin still gets to the line and can put some points up. Lancaster picks up his first foul. A free throw offline, no good. Austin has 13 points, looking for number 14. That one up. That one could not fall in, so he misses both of those. Still a three-point lead at 47-44-218 left and counting here in this third period. Goring fires up a long jumper. He's got two more points. As now that lead at six at 50 to 44. Cox will have it on the far side. He'll dish it off to Javette. Driving in. Stinson might have got away with a walk, but his shot up is good. He's got six points. Oswald needed that one to stop the bleeding a little bit. Just keep this lead to four. Keep it close so that once we get into the fourth quarter, you have the upset in reach. Goring has the basketball straight away using that left-hand dribble. He kicks it off to Bynum. Now he'll get it back, driving in the paint, lays it up. Can't get it to fall. Offensive rebound for Reams. He goes back up. That one not there. And he'll get it back a second time. Misses that one as well. Rebound comes down to Smith. As Lincoln Smith gets the rebound, they'll reset the offense. Goring will have it out by the timeline. Now he'll work it straight away. Now he'll take it through the paint, dishing off. There's Bynum with a three. That one no good. And there's a whistle and a foul called. And we're going to have an offensive foul. That one called on Lancaster, his second, the team fourth. Hallsville got bailed out there. Lancaster had the position, could have come down. If he didn't foul on that one, I don't know if Hallsville would have ever pulled the ball down until it finally went through the basket. They just, there was just no boxing out going on on that possession. I counted four or five offensive boards. 
With it is Nichols. He'll give a bounce pass. Left wing. There's a shot up. That one up and good. That one by Javet. He's got nine points all by the way of the tray. And there's a whistle and a foul on a screen set. That'll be on Bynum, his first team fifth. And again, here it is with the mistakes with Fulton. They looked like they were getting back into the driver's seat, putting a six-point cushion between themselves and Hallsville coming at the end of this third quarter. And then they just missed shot after shot right at the cup with that turnover right there on the, you know, senseless uh, screen foul that was unnecessary. And now Hallsville gets it back with a chance to go back on top. Kabrick had it for a moment. There's another three. That went in and out no good. Rebound comes down in the hands of Lancaster. So down by one. Indians had a chance to take the lead but cannot do so. Near side with it is Bynum. Now with it is Goring. There's a three up. That one's short. Offensive rebound taken away. Smith had it for a moment. Taking it away are the Indians. Bounce pass to Austin. Made the defender miss. Shot up and good. Good awareness from Austin to know where the defender was stopping and getting him up with the pump fake to get the easy layup. If he went straight up with that one, it would have been blocked. Reams will have it. They're looking down low for Lancaster. He tries to go up, and we're going to have a whistle and a jump ball as Austin ties him up. His team has the one-point lead at 51-50. to The Indians over the Hornets as possession arrow, though points in favor of the Hornets, so they'll have it with 13.9 seconds left underneath their own bucket. This is a huge play right here, Blake. It gives Fulton a chance to go into the fourth quarter with the lead and some momentum, but if they get stuffed here, all of it slams into Hallsville right now, and they got to be feeling pretty good about themselves going into this final break if they can hold the Hornets here. They are having a discussion here is. So this is an interesting call here. The officials are going to send one player from each team to the bench and get a sub. They were both warned. That is Lancaster and Stinson. So they were both warned. That's why we had a little bit of a delay with the inbound. They were both warned to play it straight up. They can be physical up to a point. And I guess you could say neither one got the memo because they both have been sent out of the ball game for the time being. 13.9 seconds left. Inbound goes into Galbraith. He'll give it off to Goring as we're under nine seconds to play. He's going to drive in underhanded shot too hard. Rebound will be stripped out. Austin will get it. And he falls down but got it off. There's a half-court shot. Couldn't bank it in was Stinson. And that'll take us to after the third period of play. It is 51-50 in favor of the Indians over the Hornets. We'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Basketball Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. A play underway here as Hallsville has the basketball and they have the one-point lead. There's a shot up by Stinson as good and he's fouled. What a big moment to step up for Stenson. He's the, he did not start this game, Blake, but has seen his playing time explode here as throughout this game as his impact, he keeps making his impact felt with his assists, grabbing boards, and now coming up with the big end one. Zeke Reed gets the foul, that free throw up and good. Stenson has got 12 points in the lead at four now at 54 to 50. There's a bounce pass. We'll get it back into the hands. Of Reams, he's trying to drive in, shot up good, count it. He will go to the free throw line. Big response from Reams there. He saw what, uh, he saw, <laughs> Stinson's first name's Isaac. I almost said Isaac Newton, Blake. But <laughs> he saw what Isaac Stinson said, did and was like, you know what, I can do that too. And he went in, drew the contact and the foul to try to complete the three-point play. So he will be here looking for the old-fashioned three. He does not do so. Rebound, though, comes down. Into the hands of Galbraith as he will not shoot it. Two-point lead still for Hallsville. Driving in, dishing it off. Bad pass, though, as it'll go the other way. And there's a whistle and a foul. See who they called that on. I believe they're putting that one on Goring for the reach-in. That is going to be the call. His first, team seventh. Kabrick will be at the free throw line. He has two points. His team leading by two at 54 to 52. A free throw up. Good. So Kabrick earns the bonus. This one's big. Makes it a two-possession game if he can knock it down. That one no good. Rebound will be taken. By Galbraith, as he will give it off to Goring. He just stepped out of bounds, so we'll go back to Hallsville. They have the three-point lead and can look to add to it as they have it on their side of the court. 55-52 the score. The inbound will go into the hands of Kabrick. He'll get it back. Thought about driving in, does not do so. Kicks it for Nichols on the far side. He looks left. Now he's going to pass it left after surveying the defense. That's Stinson with it. Yvette will get it back. He tried to drive in, lost the dribble. We're going to have a whistle, and he's going to pick up the foul. I think Javette tried to bite off a little bit more than he could chew right there. Drove it in on three defenders. Didn't have much chance. There was really no opening. Probably should have kicked that one out, and then uh, after getting it stolen from him, kind of lost his balance and fell back onto the shoe of the Fulton player. I believe that's number... 14, Zeke Reed, who now gets to shoot free throws in the bonus. First free throw up. He is no good. 
And Austin will knock the pass to himself, or the rebound rather. So the Indians dodge a bullet there. They lead by three. At 55-52, Austin has it. Tried to go up with it offline. Rebound comes down to Goring, and there's a whistle. And they're going to say it's off of Hagens. So we'll go back to the Indians. They lead by 355-52. This full-court press is getting under the nerves of these Fulton Hornets, and it's forced mistakes on back-to-back possessions for them. Again, you had Goring stepping out on the previous possession in that I couldn't tell if they called, uh, if they said uh, Hagen stepped out or if they called a foul on the screen, but either way, goes back to goes back to Hallsville. Austin will have it. His team leading by three. Far side with it is Nichols. Left wing, that's Stinson. Back to Nichols. He'll put his dribble down on the far side. Now he'll stop, fire a three. Can't get it to fall. Rebound comes down to Goring. And we're going to have a whistle and a foul called. That one called on Stinson, his third, team ninth. So we'll walk back down to the other end. That's not what you want to do when you have Goring in a a compromised situation like that. They had him in the trap, had nowhere to go, and then just got a little bit over-aggressive and got the foul as Goring knocks down the first three throw to make it a two-point game, 55-53. to He's got... Another free throw to his credit. Actually was the 10th foul, so I missed one somewhere. That one up, that one also good. Just a one-point game, Blake. Go back, as you said, to a one-point game, 55-54. With it is Nichols. He's hounded out front. He'll try to drive, and he throws up a prayer. Almost got it answered. Austin had it for a moment. And it's going to be knocked out of his hands and go out of bounds off Galbraith, so we'll stay with the Indians. That's not the first time we've seen Austin not giving up on a play and using his active hands to knock it off of Fulton, uh, a Fulton player. And with uh, Nichols there, I think he just lost, uh, went up in the air a little bit, lost his uh, dribble, and just kind of had to fling it up, but luckily. And that, that is the pass underneath for Stinson, who knocks it home, and it's a three-point game again, Blake. Yeah, quick pass in. He's got the bucket. He's got 14. And it's back to a three-point lead. With it on the other end is Reams and a whistle and a foul. I believe that's going to be on Austin. That will be the call. That'll be his third foul. To me, it looked like their feet just got a little tangled up. I didn't see any overt contact there by Austin. But again, it's hard from the ref's vantage point to see that. But I'm not sure he fouled him there. First free throw up is good. By Reams. He's got 12 points. Two point game at 57 52. Sorry, 55. That's what I meant. That's how we get a two point game. That one also good by Reams. Reams, not the guy you want to foul. He's a great shooter from behind the arc, has been all year, and you don't want to put him on the free throw line. Nichols will have it on the far side, left wing, give it off. The Cox, he drives in. He had the ball stripped out, taken away by Goring. As he'll go the other way quickly, his team trailing. Now with it is Reams. There's a three-up left wing, way too strong. Rebound is going to be off the hands of Galbraith. It'll go the other way now for Hallsville as they'll inbound it with the one-point lead at 
you know, you say he's a good three-point shooter and then misses everything. That's just how it goes. But you still don't want to leave him open. That three was contested, so props to Hallsville there. Kbrick will have it. He'll dish it straight away to Nichols. Bounce pass, free throw line for a moment. That was Austin. Now Stinson has it, and he just about threw it away, but nice job to save it by Nichols. He gets the Charlie Hustle Award. However, there's a steal. His pass was over his head as Goring has it, lays it up, got it to fall in. He's got two more points, and it makes it a 57-56 lead. We just have a 30-second timeout, so we'll take a quick break. Be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. Career and technical education at State Fair Community College can prepare you for an in-demand, high-paying manufacturing career in one year or less. Professional and skills certificates are available in industrial maintenance, welding, construction management, automotive tech, agriculture, and more. At State Fair Community College, technical programs are NC3 certified, which means you're trained to the current industry standards companies are looking for. Visit sfccmo.edu slash techjobs to learn more. Quick 30-second timeout called there by the Hornets as they have retaken the lead. Our seventh lead change of the night. They lead 58-57. With it is Kabrick. He'll give it off to Nichols. Stinson, Kabrick, three, forthcoming. Good. He's got six points. He gives his team back the lead. That's our eighth lead change of the night. Straight away with it is Smith. He'll give it back to Goring. Now he'll have it here on the near side. Looking down low, there's going to be a pass and a foul called. I believe that's going to be on Stenson, and if it is, that'll be number four on him. That is not the call. That's going to be on Nichols, which will be number four on him. Can't afford to lose him based on how he's looked here in this fourth quarter. He's, you said you gave him the Johnny Hustle Award. That's been what... <laughs> That's a good way to put it. He's been all, flying all over the court, making shots, making cha- uh, causing chaos for Fulton. That free throw rattled in by Reams. He's got 14 points. That's that lead down to one at 60-59. to 59. He'll eye the bucket. That free throw up. That one also good. So we're tied at 60 a piece, five minutes to go here in regulation. As with it is Kabrick. He'll try to drive in far side. Now he'll have his shot blocked, but into the hands of Stenson. It gives it off to the other Stenson. Now with it is Jarrett. Now straight away with it is Austin. There's a three-fourth coming. That one swatted out of here by Kabrick into the hands of the Hornets. So they have a chance to take the lead back. O-ring, or Goring rather, trying to uh, lay up a shot. Not there. Rebound comes down to Austin. He'll give it off to Kabrick. There's a ball out of bounds, so we'll go back the other way. By Kabrick, that was just a case of him brushing himself a little too much, getting a little bit too chaotic with his motions here. Pressure's high, 60-60 to 60 tie game with just 424 left. Just let it get away from him a little bit and through the air and pass, and right back to Fulton we go. So the Hornets have the basketball. As driving in, hanging in the air, shot up no good by Reams. Rebound to go the other way as Kabrick has it going coast to coast. Missed everything. A.J. Austin is there for the rebound, though. As Stinson had it, just had it 
knocked out of there as he was trying to get a pass back to Austin, but knocking it out of bounds is Smith for the Hornets. Jubet was taking on Goldbrith for uh, Fulton one-on-one there at the rim. That's a bit dangerous based on what we've seen. He's already blocked a three-point attempt here tonight and gotten that big dunk in the first half. He didn't get blocked, but it alters his shot enough to where he missed everything, didn't even get rim. We have another timeout called. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Well, a full timeout called there by the Indians as we're tied at 60 to 60, 403 left here in regulation in the ball game. However, the Indians do have the basketball. As inbound will go into backcourt to Cox. He'll dish it off for Stenson. He'll put his right-hand dribble to work. Now give it to Cox here on the near side. He'll give it back to Stenson out in center circle. Far side with it. That is Javet for a moment. Now gives it back to Stenson out front. Trying to be patient here. Three coming left wing by Javet. No good. Rebound will be taken by Stenson. Trying to back his way and gives it off to Stinson. The other Stinson missed everything does Isaac. Rebound comes down for the Hornets. 3.25 left in counting. As trying to make it Ryan Newman. He's checked in the senior for the Hornets. Now Goring will have it. He'll drive in, dish it off. Shot up, was stripped on the way up by uh, was Reams. Rebound comes down to the Indians. Javette will get it left wing again, looking down low for Stenson. Cox has it. Now the other Stenson, that's Xavier. There's a three by Austin. That's offline, no good. Cox gets the rebound, so the Indians keep it. They'll give it down low for Stenson. And we have a whistle and a reach-in foul. He was trying to go to the bucket. That one called number two on Goring. Team foul number eight. You can tell both of these teams, every possession, are pressing a little bit, trying to force the issue as they're deadlocked at 60. And it's causing things to get a a little bit sloppy, but you can see the passion and the drive in both of these teams. They want this game bad, Blake. You're absolutely right about that. They're leaving it all on the court. We've seen eight lead changes and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven ties at 223, 26, 29, 31, 44, and now 60. First free throw up, no good, as it was missed by Stinson. Rebound comes down to the Hornets. They'll have it going the other way with it as Galbraith will have it. Now give it out to Goring out by center circle. Now he'll work at top of the key trying to drive in. Now back it out far side. Straight away is Smith. Cross-court pass is going to be taken away by A.J. Austin. Reams didn't see him. Put that paw out and got the pass taken away. Left wing. There's another three up. That one's short. Rebound comes down to Smith. Thinking maybe they need to uh, 
start taking a closer shot here. They've had several looks at the bucket and missed several of the last threes they've taken. There's a shot up and good by Goring. He's got two more, gives his team back the lead. At 62 to 62-60, 2.03 left to go here in the ball game. Cox will have it, gives it off to Austin. He'll put his, uh, has yet to put his dribble down. Now he does, working it to the far side, driving in free throw line. Vet has it. He'll dish it to Austin. Doesn't take the three. Now top of the key. Gives it back. Right wing. There's a three by Javette. That one good. Hell, he just made me eat my words. <laughs> Shooter shoot, Blake. He's missed the last three of those attempts, but gets that one to it buries it home. That gives a one-point lead at 63 to 62. There's a pass swatted out of bounds. We'll stay with the Hornets as the Indians have the 63-62 lead. That is our 10th lead change of the night. Cox will check out. Checking in will be Nichols. Goring's passing it in, but I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get it to him for the score. They've gone to him every time they've needed a basket. Reams will get it on the far side out front. He'll be guarded there by Stinson. Now Goring has it again. He'll give it back straight away to Reams. He's driving in. Dish on the far side. Turnaround jumper up. No good. Did everything but fall in. As that shot by Lancaster, rebound comes down to the Indians. As driving in, shot up, not answered, but a foul. That foul called on Galbraith, his fourth, team ninth. At the free throw line will be Nichols. There he is again. We've talked about how he's been all over the court here tonight, and when it matters most, up just one point with 104 left in this game, he has a chance to make this a three-point game, which would be huge for this Hallsville team. 104 left to go in the ball game. First free throw up, good. Nichols has got seven points, looking for his eighth point. Most importantly, his team has a two-point lead. He could make it a three-point lead if he can hit this free throw. That one up, that one no good. However, rebound comes down to Stenson. He'll dish it off to Xavier Stenson. Now Austin will have it. Left wing, Nichols, there's the three up. No good, rebound will be knocked into the hands of Reams. And we have a whistle and a timeout called. That was Lancaster, rather, with the rebound. We're going to take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care fifty point one seconds left here in regulation as this ball game right now sits in favor of the Hallsville Indians by two at 64-62. to 62. We've seen a whole host of ties and 10 lead changes throughout the night so far. Coming into this game, Fulton looked 
two. They've been having it certainly a better season so far, winning winners of their last five. But credit to Hallsville for keeping this one close, and it looks like it's going to be going down to the wire. Inbound goes in the hands of Lancaster. He lost the dribble. Is it going to come down into the hands for Stinson? Almost threw it away, but was able to get it back as we're under 40 seconds to go. He's going to give it to Austin down low. He's going to dribble around the baseline and a whistle and a foul. Those are the fouls you can't afford if you're Fulton. They serve no purpose down two here. It wasn't like they were going up for the shot. It was just a simple reach, and that's going to put Austin on the line, who... A lot of players here have struggled tonight from the line. He's one that's actually been able to put some home, and he could put Hallsville up two scores here with less than 40 seconds left. First free throw up, good. That foul called on Reams, his third team foul number 10, so both teams in the double bonus. The remainder 33.9 seconds left in the ball game. 65-62 the score. That free throw up, that one also good, so he rattles in both of them. That lead to four at 66-62. Goring has it. He fires up a three, banked it in, and a timeout called. As full timeout, we'll take just a quick 30 and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We <laughs> love, oh, we it. love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh-huh. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573 761 3405. seconds left here in regulation. A two-point game at 66-64. That last bucket we thought was a three. They actually just ruled it a two. They said his foot was on the line. So a two-point game with 27.7 seconds left. Hallsville does have the basketball. Pressure will be put on here on this inbound as the Indians lead 66-64. No shot clock. You think Fulton, after some time, is going to have to foul here if they can't force the turnover. Will be an inbound. Stinson will pull the trigger. He'll get it in to Javette. And they're trying to get the foul and the loose ball. And Javette will be tied up, and there is a whistle and a foul. We'll see who they'll call that on. That'll be on Galbraith. So he fouls out. He exits with 12 points. And fouls out with 21.6 seconds left in the fourth period. That was interesting. They were trying really hard to foul him. They weren't getting the calls. And then ended up almost getting the steal or tie up and jump ball. But eventually with two players in on uh, Javette, including Galbraith, they did get a hand in there on his, uh, on his arm. And they give the foul to Javette, who has a chance to really put this one away. 21.6 seconds left, two-point lead. Free throw up, no good. All of a sudden, Fulton still has life. So the best he can do here is give his squad a three-point lead. 21.6 seconds left, two-point lead. Free throw up, no good. Rebound will come down into the hands 
of Goring. And he'll race across traffic, dish it off near side to Reams. He lost the dribble, goes out of bounds, goes back to the Indians. 15.8 seconds left to go. We've got some substitutions coming in. Going to see a couple of players come in here that I expect to get a quick foul as they've not played a whole lot here and have the fouls to give up. Two-point lead, 66-64. 15.8 seconds left. Indians leading the Hornets. Quick inbound, and there is going to be the foul. That one called on Logan, his first. A team 11th, but at this point it doesn't matter. 13 and a half seconds left to go here. The Indians lead by two at 66 to 64. First free throw up, good. A little bit of redemption there after going 0 for 2 on his last trip. That was a good call by you, bringing the guys in to get the fouls. And they realized their mistakes because they still had Galbraith in there with four fouls on that last possession. And he ended up fouling out on that play, which is huge because he brings so much size that they no longer have for these crucial last seconds. Second free throw up, that one also good. So it's now a four-point game at 68-64, 13 and a half seconds left. Hornets... Have the basketball. They'll get it inbounded. Give a bounce pass back to Goring. He fires up a three on the iron. No good. Rebound comes down to the Indians. And have a foul call. There's really no reason for that because the game is pretty much over. Goring will pick up his third. If they were going to try to foul to keep this game going, they wasted about five or six seconds there. It looked like they had given up on the game maybe... His coach yelled something. I, I'm not sure what made him change his mind, but he ended up going in and extending the game with that foul. But again, only three and a half seconds left. Nothing much you can do with that. So Nichols will be at the free throw line. He is one for two. Makes that one. So he is two of three. Would like to make it three for four as it's a five-point game currently. Could make it a six-point lead with three and a half seconds left to go. That one also good. He makes both of those. He's got nine points in the game, and it is a six-point lead. There's going to be a half-court shot. Trying to bank it in. Does not go in by Reams. And that will take us to our final score as the Hallsville Indians hold on and battle back as they beat the Fulton Hornets by a score of 70-64. to We're going to take a quick break and be back and get into your postgame show as you're listening to exclusive coverage from the 2022 Harrisburg Basketball Tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon.
Well, we thought we might be going to overtime, but the Hallsville Indians battle back. Ended up getting the victory 70-64 to over the Fulton Hornets. Let's take a look at your scoring summary for the game. Leading scorer for the Indians is senior A.J. Austin. He had 17 points, 14 points put in by sophomore Zach Javet, as well as freshman Isaac Stinson. Nine points put in by sophomore Colton Nichols. Six points put in by senior Andrew Kabrick, as well as sophomore Xavier Stinson. And two points put in by junior Blake Stone, as well as freshman Cameron Cox to round out their scoring. Take a look at the scoring summary for the Hornets. Their leading scorer, leading all scorers with 31 points, was junior Walker Goring. He had 31 points in the game, which is pretty outstanding. 15 in the first half, 16 in the second half. 15 points, rather, put in by junior Josh Reams. 12 points by sophomore Javar Galbraith. He did foul out with 21.6 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And six points put in by junior Colby Lancaster. You know, for all that scoring, 64 points, they only had four in the scorebook, which is pretty outstanding. It shows you how dynamic their team is and how quick they can score points. Right, and the story of this game for me for the Fulton Hornets is just the mistakes they made. Again, coming in 12-4 and four on the year, Hallsville just 6-10. and 10, But, you know, the Hallsville Indians decided they, they weren't going to be a pushover tonight. They were going to give Fulton a tough fight and just out-hustled up and down the court. I think that full court press was a great idea from the Hallsville coach, Brandon Kreitz, because it caused a lot of issues, a lot of turnovers, dribbling the ball off the feet, going out of the baseline. And that's how the game essentially ended. Fulton had a chance to go down and tie or win this game because of the missed free throws at the end of that one. They were only down two with about 15 seconds left, and the ball just gets dribbled off the foot, just a mental mistake, and then boom, free throws. All of a sudden, the game's over. Well, our ball game also had 10 lead changes. About as close as you can get. <laughs> it had seven ties. Ties at 2, 23, 26, 29, 31, 44, and 60. So it was a battle back and forth between the two teams with the Indians ultimately getting the victory over the Hornets by a final of 70 to 64. That's going to wrap up our broadcast and our nightcap as game one goes in favor of the Centralia Panthers 65-32 to over the Fayette Falcons. And game two that you just heard wrapped up here a few moments ago. That uh, was a Hallsville Indians 70 and the Fulton Hornets 64. As tomorrow we'll be back here again. We'll have lots of action coming your way tomorrow as the schedule looks like number one Hallsville. This is the girls bracket. So the uh, Lady Indians of Hallsville will be hosting the uh, Lady Wildcats of Osage County and Lynn. That'll be the, they're the number five seed. And then the uh, number two seed at Mexico will be hosting the number three seed of Centralia. That'll be here at the high school. We'll have the broadcast of both of those games. Winners will go on to play on uh, in the uh, championship game on Saturday. The losers will play in the third place game that on Saturday as well. For the uh, consolation bracket, that has uh, that'll have games at the middle school. That'll be uh, Father Tolton taking on Harrisburg and Fayette taking on Fulton. Again, those two games will be at the middle school. So that'll do it for our broadcast for this evening. Is there any final thoughts for you before we get out of here? 
I, all I got is that these two teams played their heart out, hearts out, Blake. It wasn't always the uh, most cleanest game as far as mistakes go, but you could tell all, all the players for both sides, they really wanted this game. They left it all on the court, and it's always good to see that when you see the competitive spirit out here at, in Missouri, mid-Missouri high school basketball. Well, you're right about that, and that will do it for our broadcast. As uh, for myself, Blake Gasaway, on behalf of Bradley Davis, it's been a pleasure bringing you the call tonight here on the Show Me Sports Network. Until we talk to you tomorrow night for the uh, next round of girls action here from the 2022 Harrisburg Tournament. So long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for local high school basketball, the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasaway and the broadcast crew are the ones that know your team the best. Exclusive coverage of local high school basketball has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Pond Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Kathy Rush, Remax Realty. Last Sentinel Firearms. River Oak Christian Academy. Sawdust Studios. Law Offices of Russ Swanigan. Southwest Dental Care. And State Tech of Missouri. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network, your exclusive home for local high school basketball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Mm-hmm.